Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Hi. Let's talk about goals. I know that, uh, that goals are important to me, and sometimes my goals are about doing things that I've never done before. And sometimes those goals include other people and exploration and fun and maybe uh, weird porn. Who knows? Um, I do know one thing. I know that we have a sponsor, AdamEve.com. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure that you've heard about them before, but it's different because I'm saying it because it's me guys. I'm saying it. You can go to adameve.com and, uh, get 50% off of almost anything, uh, including condoms. You can buy a bunch of condoms or my recommendation is, is that you buy something really weird and your excuse is that you are supporting this podcast, so you can say to your partner, "Hey, look, I'm I'm getting this vibrating uh, nipple halo because of the podcast." And maybe you've always really wanted to use a vibrating nipple halo, and 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 you needed an excuse. This is your excuse. You say, "Look, I'm supporting Aaron McGathy. I'm supporting Feral Audio." You go to AdamEve.com. You buy a uh, a penis a hat holder for all of your penis hats. You buy a foot fetish manual. You finally spring for that uh, lab- labia texturizer. Oh, that sounds so awful. <laughs> That's not a real thing. Um, that would just be. I, I can't even. I can't even elaborate on that. But but please go to adameve.com, enter in the code terrible, and you will get this great deal. You'll also get three free porn DVDs. Three! That's crazy. You either, I'm sure, want to look at at least... So There's novelty porn. I've talked about, about this before. There's like, you know, like the porn version of Star Trek or whatever. You can get that and just laugh it off, but still laugh, laugh it off while you get off is what I say. Also, maybe you have some some brothers or sisters in college, like as a as a bit, disguise it all as a bit is what I say about my sexuality. Um, (laughs) Saddest thing I've ever said. (laughs) Disguise your sexuality as a bit and explore all you want with AdamEve.com. And you uh, also there's a free gift, which uh, which is so scandalous, I can't even say. But that sounds ridiculous after I said labia texturizer. So <laughs> it's not a labia texturizer. It's even more scandalous. Adamweave.com. <laughs> Code word terrible. <laughs> when, you're, when your sexuality is a bit. Is that okay? <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's go to the show. Hello. Welcome to 
to This Feels Terrible, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Erin McGathy. Uh, tonight's show is extra special because it is live. It is a live show. This is our live show from the LA Podcast Festival. And, uh, you know, we, we missed a few weeks. For for a million different boring reasons, we we had to skip a couple of weeks, and this is my and this is Dustin and my gift to you guys to thank you for sticking with us. Or if you're listening to this for the first time, that's fine too. Um, usually, we we've been selling our our live shows, which are which are awesome, and that's a way for us to make money for the podcast. You can find those on feralaudio.com, and we have a couple other past live shows uh, available. There are three live shows which are great, and I highly recommend feralaudio.com shop. Um, this show we recorded a couple weeks ago at the LA Podcast Festival in Santa Monica, and it is a. Uh, I'd like to tell you <laughs> that, um, and I say this on the podcast, but something was in the air the night of the podcast. I was feeling really, um, I don't want to say destructive, but maybe destructive. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not making an excuse, but I was like, you'll, you'll notice that I'm a little like manic and I'm not sure what was going on with me to this day because it was really just like a way that I felt. I think it was because, um, there is a special guest that comes onto the show who, uh, you'll, you'll see why I, I felt, uh, nervous. Also on the show is the fantastic Chris Gore, who uh, you can find on Twitter by looking up that Chris Gore. He recently created a book with his daughter called Celebrities Poop, and he's uh, this this great creator of many things and has written books about indie movies, and he's a lot of fun. Also, um, my my uh, my new best friend Wayne Fetterman who has been on a past podcast and was just hanging out at the show. And I brought him up on stage and also a super surprise mystery guest, uh, who will be of great interest to you. If you're a fan of the show comes on the show and I'd like to apologize, not apologize, but one of the frustrating things about a live show, maybe also one of the, the exciting things about a live show is that, uh, and I, I noticed this listening back to it. There, there was a lot of because this was the LA Podcast Festival. People, what you can't really hear or see when you're listening to the podcast is that people are walking in and out of the room constantly. They're, like it was a weird because the way that the podcast festival was set up, like people would go and sit in one podcast for ten minutes and then come into mine and then go into another one. So. Um, I apologize for being so distracted by that. Like, you'll hear me a few times saying like, okay, well, goodbye, sir. Hello. Um, I'm sorry about that. Please bear with me. So yeah, please enjoy this podcast. Uh, you guys are great. You can email me at thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. And, um, you know, be good to yourselves. And please enjoy this podcast. I love you. Uh, it's a little weird. Uh, this is a cold open, uh, which normally means that there's no introduction. But for you guys, I just want you to know, this won't be on the podcast, but this is... <laughs> did someone just, just make a fart noise in their mouth? <laughs> guys, uh, 
All right. Uh, I'm going to, this is, this is from the very first show I ever did. I ever did. Uh, the very first, uh, we'll get to it. I'm just going to play it and then I'll explain it afterwards. Beep. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, this is Aaron. We met uh, last night at karaoke. Um, yeah, I was just calling to say hello and uh, maybe we could uh, do something this week. Um, yeah, anyway, I hope you're having a great day and uh, yeah, give me a call. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Beep. Hey, I'm Jonathan. Uh, this is Aaron from karaoke a few weeks ago. Uh, did it hear from you? Um, yeah, I mean, that's cool. We got really busy. I'm sure you're really busy. Um, anyway, my friends are going back to karaoke tonight. If you wanted to come with or meet us over there, maybe I will see you over there. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Jonathan, uh, this is Aaron from karaoke like a month ago. Um, <laughs> I feel so silly because remember when I met you at karaoke, you were telling me how much you hated it. So obviously you wouldn't want to go back to karaoke. Um, I'm actually having an improv show. I know I mentioned to you that I do improv. Um, my team, the Chuckle Bucket Gang, is going to be doing cage match. Beep. Hey, um, Jonathan. <laughs> Uh, this is Aaron, uh, Aaron McGathy. Um, yeah, I, I realized that you probably, you probably thought that I was like asking you out on a date. I totally wasn't. Not in that mindset right now. Um, I just want to know if maybe you would want to, um, go see a movie with me and my friends, like as friends. Um, totally no pressure. Give me a call. Yeah. Um, happy Good Friday. Jonathan, this is Aaron. Um, I wouldn't be calling except I was at this fair and they had this huge pickle and I remember you mentioning that you really like pickles. So um, I just I just uh, thought that maybe you'd be interested in... Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, whatever. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Beep. Uh, hello, Jonathan. Um, my name is Vanya, and I am friends with Erin. Uh, she, I just want to tell you that, um, I think that you are a scoundrel because I'm very interested in her, and you should really give her, do not call her because I want her, okay? I have stolen her phone away. Uh, have a, no, do not have a good day. You are a scoundrel. You would, I am so lucky to have Erin. I am so lucky to have her. Beep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jonathan, I didn't even realize to call you. I was calling you. That's so embarrassing. I was trying to call my brother and then your voicemail came up. I didn't want you to think that I was trying to call you. Oh my god, it's been like like eight months or something. Um, yeah, anyway, totally did not mean to call you. Was, I mean, I'm sure this happens to you all the time. Uh, you know, I have an iPhone, so that happens. Have a great day. Happy Cinco de Mayo! <laughs> um, you should totally come down to La Taqueria. We're having a really good time. We're all doing a lot of shots. And I will. I will have sex with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
Beep. Hi, Jonathan. Um, it's uh, May 6th. This is Aaron. Really embarrassed. Uh, I saw that I called you last night, and um, I remember uh, some of the stuff I said. Obviously, I was really drunk, and I didn't mean it. Uh, I hope you are doing well. Beep! Hi, Jonathan. Uh, this is Aaron. It's been... God, I guess it's been like a year and a half or something. Um, honestly, I just want you to give me a call back because I'm worried that you're dead. Beep! Jonathan, I uh, just want to let you know that I have been proposed to. <laughs> His name is Franklin, and he is a magician. That's a lie. Please just give me a call. This has made me feel really horrible. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to This Feels Terrible, live from the LA Podcast Festival. For the podcast listeners, uh, myself and the live audience here, uh, for me, just went through a very weird thing, which was me not planning a bit where I played a uh, a, a recorded audio, five-minute-long, very very long sketch about voicemails, and didn't think that there would be a light on me during the, <laughs> during the show. Um, for you guys sitting in the audience, I... Uh, I'm sure most of you have been on stage at one point or another. You guys are just, you may as well, for, I'm not calling you garbage, you, but you may as well be bags of garbage. I can't see any facial features. I, I'm sitting up here with a light and I, I just feel like God is judging me while this, while this bit that I did, uh, four years ago plays. Um, welcome. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, there's a reason why I played that bit. Uh, the show, this feels terrible. How many of you, uh, Listen to the show. Oh, great. Good night, everybody. Just wanted some validation. Um, uh, thank you for listening. The show started out as a live show at UCB um, after I went through a terrible breakup, and I was talking to a friend, and just over and over again, I was saying that this felt so terrible, and then was also like, well, maybe I could get him back by writing a show about it and talking about it. Uh and it, it didn't work. Um, but it's fine. I have a great boyfriend now. Not that this person, this original person is, is bad. I digress. Um, the, uh, the very first show that I did of This Feels Terrible at UCB, I, I wrote a bunch of bits and a bunch of songs, including that, uh, voicemail bit, which was really long. Um, listening to it, <laughs> to it now, uh, I haven't heard it for four years or so. Um, based on a true story embarrassing, uh, real. Um, speaking of real, uh, guys, I think I'm going to have a breakdown tonight and I'm not, I mean, again, bags of garbage. I can't see your faces. I can't see your faces. Um, I'm just talking to myself. I, I, uh, I know I'm not talking to my, to myself. Just FYI, I don't see. That's how bad this is. Is that or how bad my current neurosis is? Is that is that I had to? Uh, uh oh, my producer is talking to the tech guy. Are you telling him to cut my mic? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, it's it's not. It's it's gonna be bad. Oh yeah, because I'm talking really close to the mic. I can't help it. We're gonna kill the lights on the mystery 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're trying. Oh, that's very nice. Justin Marshall, uh, right, producer, everybody. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the uh, mime in the uh, Newsies cap. <laughs> ah, very good. Um, so I, uh, for whatever reason, uh, tonight, like, driving to the show, I was talking to Dustin and saying, I feel, oh, romantic. <laughs> Welcome. Um, is it all men in the audience? Oh, no. Oh, God. No, no, no. I can't see you. I can't see you. Thank you, ladies. Oh, God. No, no. Don't take that as me not under me thinking that these women are uh, handsome or anything. Um, uh, I was telling Dustin on the way to the show tonight, um, I, I feel like I'm going to get in a fight. Uh, I've never been in a fight ever. But you know that feeling where you're like, I'm just going to get a fist fight or something. There's some, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm ovulating or there's something there's something happening with me biologically where I I I I I just I feel crazy to the extent that we also I did a sh I did a live show uh, last night at UCB and it thank you I know a couple of you are here who are at that show and thank you so much for coming and I appreciate you saying that you like the show I hated it and I I I didn't hate it for any because they're because of anyone that was on the show, everyone was so great. But I just felt so boring and so inauthentic and uh, weird. God, that sounds so pretentious. Uh, inauthentic. <laughs> anyway, um, I I feel uh, like to the when we got here to the hotel, we got to we came to the elevator to go upstairs, and I have a, I have a little backpack with my little iPad in it and uh, uh, paints, which I don't know why paints are in there. Somehow paints got in my backpack. Um, also, my hands are stained. They're not dirty, uh, which I feel like I have to say to everyone I meet. I've been making a lot of cakes lately, and so my hands are, are perpetually stained. I swear I'm not dirty. I wash my hands. See? Uh, we go to the elevator and, uh, you know, this is this, at this hotel, people are using this elevator. It's, there are people, there are a lot of people in the elevator. And we walk into the elevator and there are these ladies, and I want to call them Vegas ladies because they had big drinks that were colored and were just walking around with them, like Vegas ladies. <laughs> and, uh, my apologies if one of the Vegas ladies uh, is here. But if you're here, please come on stage because I have a lot of questions for you. Um, we walk up to the, we walk up to the elevator, and uh, and Dustin's holding all these all these cookies and cupcakes that I've made because I guess I really need everyone to like me way too much that I'm just making things for people to eat so people will say I like you. I'm gonna kill myself on stage tonight. Um, I'm gonna set myself on fire. Uh, anyway, we, we walked up to the elevator, and I got in the elevator, and I guess my backpack was open because the woman in the elevator was like, hey, um, your backpack's... Or one of the women tried to close my backpack, and then the other woman's like, yeah, your iPad's hanging out, and it's on. And I just freaked the fuck out, just walked out of the elevator and was saying to Dustin, like, how dare she? Fine if my, my iPad's out. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, you're you're dr drunk and you seem mean. Stop drinking and be nicer. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Don't talk to me about my iPad. I was so offended by someone telling me that my iPad was falling out of my backpack. <laughs> also, I went to Forever 21 yesterday. <laughs> um, and I used to work in a mall. 
I'm, I'm still in my 20s. Um, later, not the early ones. Uh, I'm still in my 20s. And I used to work at a mall at Hot Topic. Uh, I used to work at the mall. And I always, I always thought, like, I wonder what the point will be when I feel too old for Forever 21, which is a, which is a mocking name for a store. <laughs> and I, 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 I figured I had that moment when I went into Forever 21 and I was like looking through tops and I was like, why is everyone so loud? <laughs> everyone is, everyone is so loud in there and they're talking about the dumbest shit. Literally standing next to girls saying like, ah, I don't know, Victoria, like a different color purple is better than the other color purple. And like, what the heck? Just like the, just like, just die. Just everyone should just die. And then I, I, I turn into this 50 year old, uh, divorced man. When I'm trying to buy something, I go up to the counter. If no one's there, I'm like, well, I guess no one's here. I guess it. I guess you don't want to sell anything at your store. And then I start walking out, and this woman comes up to me. She's like, ma'am, do you need a... And I'm, ma'am! <laughs> but I've, I've clearly filled all the criteria for a ma'am, because I was like, well, I guess this isn't the way that you run something. I will go over to the... Uh, the worst. I've also... Uh, I, I, I've st- I started hallucinating two days ago. <laughs> Um, and I don't know what this is about, but I've been spending a lot of time by myself. Uh, my dog just got neutered and I decided that, that my life's mission is to make sure that he's not going to bleed to death, which just never happens when a dog gets neutered. But I am at my house and I'm baking too much and going upstairs and I keep on seeing a man wearing a cape sitting on my furniture. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and I know he's not there. Yeah, uh, indeed. This is the last. This is the last episode of this feels terrible. <laughs> um, oh God! Speaking of the last episode, um, I've uh, I've been baking a lot lately, and I have a little television in my kitchen because my boyfriend's rich. And there, I watch. I've been watching this show called The Next Great Baker. Has anyone seen this show? Yeah, no one has seen the show. Uh, it's a show called The Next Great Baker. It was on. Five years ago, it's uh, it's it's the cake boss guy. There's a better show happening <laughs> behind us if you guys want to go to that show. It sounds like they're having fun. Um, there's it's a show that is it's model after product Project Runway, and it's for bakers. It's for people making cakes. Which right now I don't know why, but I am obsessed with making cakes. And I'm sure there's some dark... I don't want to dig too deep into it because I'm sure the explanation is something really, really dark <laughs> for why I am obsessed with cakes, like fall asleep dreaming about cakes. Uh, so I've been watching the show called The Next Great Baker. And I, I got to the second season of the show because I've just been binge watching it as I'm baking cakes. And in the second season of the show, The Next Great uh, Baker, where, where the host is the cake boss, Buddy... Oh, Buddy Velastro. Thank you. Um, Buddy Velastro. What a shitty last name. I didn't realize <laughs> the last name was Velastro. Uh, ugh. Yuck. So, uh, buddy um, medical thing. Um, anyway, uh, so the show, on the show, the second season, there was a guy who was a uh, Iraq war vet named Wesley, who was this really like interesting, cool, uh, cool man, really nice. 
and was inexperienced. And clearly the reason why he was on the show was because they were like, well, like, let's have, let's have this charismatic uh, war vet come on the show. And he said, you know, I, I really want to, I don't want to go back to, I don't want to serve again. I really want to be a baker. And this is kind of my chance to not do that anymore. I have a wife and two kids. And um, I, I was watching the show, and in the fourth episode, it's a Christmas episode, and he's on his team, and he was supposed to make these presents for this cake. And he made these presents, and his team was like, "Ugh, he's just—he's inexperienced. He's making—he's covering—he's putting the fondant on these cakes wrong, and he's inexperienced." So we got eliminated. And on this show, when you get eliminated, you have to go to the—you have to go in the truck which is the cake truck. So like, Buddy, Buddy, uh, Valespi, Velasco, whatever. Buddy, the cake box says like, go to the truck. And so he goes to the truck. And then right after that, it, usually they show uh, a, an interview, like an exit interview with the people in the truck, but they didn't show it. They just showed this title that said, in memoriam, Wesley Smith or whatever this year to this year. I was like, holy shit. I was like, did he get, did he get deployed? And then he got killed in combat. And I Googled it. He shot himself right after the show. Sorry. He shot himself. He shot himself. He shot himself right after he got eliminated from the next great cake baker, which no one in this room has seen. He shot himself. Let me welcome our first guest, uh, <laughs> Mr. Chris Gore. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris is a, is an author and an indie film reviewer and a craftsman. He shot himself. Yeah! Wow, that was that's horrifying. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, I'll try to transition from this uh, telling yourself <laughs> thing. I just did that for. Dramatic, dramatic effect. So, uh, so Chris, yeah, we're going to talk about a time when you, uh, when you acted out of desperation. How how many? How much time do we have? <laughs> let's pick your best. Um, let's see. Well, um, I'm I'm trying to think. De- desperate. I mean, one of the things that I know, I probably um, when I really like a girl, I know um, that I probably try too hard. Yeah. Uh, no one else ever does it. Only me. <laughs> but um, I try too hard. And um, I once made an action figure of a girl. For her or for your uh, own? Thank you for laughing. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel horrible at all or humiliated. But yeah, no. And, and, all, and um, yeah, I made an action figure of this girl. Um, and then... Um, and then I made a second action figure of this girl. This is not, now it sounds creepy when I so, say it out loud, right? Doesn't it sound a little creepy now that I'm saying this out loud? But I mean, <laughs> and they, these are gifts that you gave to these women. And I believe we talked about this on my podcast, right? A, a little bit, yeah. Like I, but I didn't just make like the doll. I got a doll that kind of looked like her and then I made all the packaging. And so that the packaging, I went and, you know, it, Photoshop, very easy to learn. There are all kinds of tutorials on the, on the internet. And I, and I made like a, a, the, the packaging for it and labels and I included all this stuff. So yeah, I, um, what is I, your biggest regret? Um, that I made an action figure for a girl. <laughs> like, 
Um, but those were welcome. Like, have you ever have you ever uh, given a girl something or made a gesture that was that didn't land? Oh wow. Um, uh, well, now that I'm single, I would say all of the gestures, um, <laughs> just because they contributed to yeah, relationships that you, yeah. Yeah, I just I, I feel like like I'm very I'm very much a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve, and um, I'm it, it's it definitely it's one of those things where it's like I have to turn off Twitter because I have to resist the urge to not tweet about how I'm feeling. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Dustin Marshall does not. Oh yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So I really have to. I've gotten better, but it's like really hard for not for me to not just tweet those those sort of i call it the hamster wheel so what are what's in your hamster wheel my the hamster wheel of um say i wish twitter came with a feature where they're leaving chris right what is your what is in your hamster wheel um the hamster wheel he asked last night a man left in the middle of my show and i thought it was tony hawk it was not (laughs) it was not go on but uh, just the hamster wheel of like thoughts that are not positive that going around and around and around and around and around. And I, um, what I, are you I, always fighting? Like, what's your pattern? Uh, oh, the oh gosh, this is a really good question. Uh, it, <laughs> the 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 pattern is uh, me. I think, well, in general, kind of being kind of an asshole. Okay. In what way? Um, I. I uh, How big is your dick? Just tell me Just, anything. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I do have a story about that. Okay, tell me. Actually, that I've never told on a podcast. That I <laughs> talk about how th- it's. I think it's a story of love. I think it's a story of like how like um, you, some might think it's a graphically sexual story, but I think it's a love story. Let's hear it. Let me just take a drink first if I'm going to tell the story publicly. In the meantime, if anyone wants to get me a drink, I'll give you some cookies. Free cookies for a drink. <laughs> and there are drinks out. Um, so uh, I had this girlfriend who was with long distance relationship. Right. And um, it sucked. We would see each other like only on the weekends. What right? were the cities? San Diego and LA. Not, not that far away. Uh, exactly. Like, t- okay, but two hours, you know, we both work during the week and sure, weekends, sure, sure. whatever. So, um, you know, it, 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 it kind of sucked. So I got her as a gift, a thing called. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I won't interrupt again. But the way I heard that was that you received this woman as a gift. Well, no. <laughs> I, I got her as a gift. I got her a thing called. I got her a thing yeah, called. Thank you, um, Jeff. I've always wanted one. Like but this. we were, we were, it was like one of those intense relationships where it's like, I'll do fucking anything to please you. Uh, and she would say, I'll do fucking anything to please you too. And she would, she said to me once, she's like, you know, if you wanted to bring a girl home with the two of us, that would be cool with me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I said, but look, I wouldn't ask you to do something I wouldn't also do if you wanted to bring another dude with the two of us, I would be okay with that because I know you would also do that for me. So that's how intense our relationship was. Nice. Golden rule of sexuality. Yeah. And yeah. And, and also just, I think fairness and like, yeah. So uh, I got her as a gift because we were in this long distance thing. I got her as a gift, a thing called create a mate. Do you know what that is? Anyone in the audience? Anyone? Garbage bags. 
Create-A-Mate allows you to make a mold of your own penis. So as a craft project one weekend, we thought it'd be fun. Um, it's basically this cylindrical device, and it gives you like two tries because it's not easy to keep your penis rock hard for 10 minutes in, in gelatinous cold uh, material. <laughs> so um, they, they give you two, two, enough material to try it twice. So on second try, because it's not easy... She puts on some sexy lingerie. She puts on a porn. She's talking dirty to me. I need all the help I can get, folks. And I'm sitting here basically with ice-cold jello on my dick in a cylinder, right, <laughs> holding it. And and finally, on second try, we made it. And, and I, I'm driving home away from San Diego. She's texting me pictures like, oh, my God, honey, look at your penis. We made a mold of your dick. This is great. This is awesome. Look, look what we did. Like, 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 like a proud, like craft project. Like, you know, look, we made pastic people. Um, and so what was, what became fun about it was, is that we would have phone sex during the week and she would use me on her while we were talking dirty on the phone. A very romantic. Right. I thought, I thought it was romantic. I thought, I thought the, because of that intensity, like we would do anything for each other. And what, then, co- what color was it? It was just flesh colored. Normal. Uh, yeah, I know. It should have been something festive, purple to the forever 21. You, uh, side, side question. Uh, if you had to choose a color for your penis other than flesh, what color would your penis be? Like, what is your, what is your, your penis's aura color? Oh wow! Does it only? I would probably go with a blue penis. I, I yeah? like, yeah, like I don't know. I think blue is a big part of, like the ocean, like like, like the, the ocean, and the waves, the... like blue milk in Star Wars. Wait. I don't know. Oh, okay. I like. I would have a blue penis. Light blue, navy blue, aqua. I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably a light blue. A light blue, sky blue, sky blue, sky blue, sky blue penis. All right. Anyway, so, so she was. So she's 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 sticking your penis inside her she's sticking the rubber version of me inside her so i'm not jealous it's me are there, and i'm sorry are there where does it stop oh um i got the deluxe version which includes <laughs> which includes your balls and that is so funny it, that, that, that means that there is some executive somewhere that was like hell oh, we have we have to find a way to make more money on this thing we got the normal we got the shaft like What's the deluxe version? Some guys like well, the balls. Like, <laughs> oh wait, not just that. The, the deluxe version includes the balls and it vibrates. So oh. you have to take a string. You have to take a string and you take the vibrating device and kind of hold it over the thing when you're when you're making the mold and it goes inside. And so I have a. There exists somewhere a vibrating version of my penis in a mold that includes my balls. <laughs> Which are, which are, um, if you're going to do this, just for future reference, best made shaved. Like, if you're going to do it, make sure you shave your balls. So, I'm not even to the weird part of the story yet, if you can believe that. So, um, so we're together, and um, I'm with her on the weekends, and I'm there, and I'm also there, if you get my meaning. So both of us are there, and she's like, hey, I'd like to use that on myself in, in two places. So um, anyone see porn ever hear of a, a thing called DP? Does anyone know what that is? Do you, it doesn't stand for director photography, for any of you f- film nerds out there. Anyone? 
delightful poon. Deep penetration, right? Oh, double. <laughs> right. Double penetration. So I'm, I'm glad you said it. I was like, well, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just deeper. Um, so, so we did that and it was pretty awesome. It's like, oh, wow. Well, it's like, it's both of me. So then her using the philosophy that we had previously discussed about, well, you know, you said you would do you, you know, if I did something for you, you would also do it for me. So she decided she wanted to use that on me. I thought you were going to say that she made a mole of her. Uh, no. Okay. So if <laughs> if everyone in the room would raise their hand if you've been fucked in the ass by their own cock, just <laughs> feel free to do it right now. Everyone? <laughs> Every, anyone? Oh, wow. So, okay. So I know what that's like. I, I feel... Mean, and what do you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, kudos to you ladies. Who are willing to do that with you? With me, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we're okay. It's kind of a sex act that, like, not a people. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Have you ever done this? Have you ever done this?" It's like, well, I think I've kind of done something not a lot of people have done. All right. Probably not even porn stars. <laughs> Chris, what what was your when when you were being uh, penetrated in your anus by a mold of your own penis? <laughs> I love that you put it so bluntly. <laughs> um, were you, th- what were you thinking about? Were you, were you, was it, I would think that it would be almost like a spiritual experience. Like, oh, everything's connected. Like kind of when you do <laughs> mushrooms or something. Like, were you, were you like, oh God, like I've, I've really got to call that teacher from the first grade who inspired me. Like what, like what was your. It was, it was like cloud atlas up my ass. So it's. Cloud it, assless. I, I mean, guess. like, how did that? That must have affected your relationship with your penis. Uh, it 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 did. From it, I had a, I had a newfound appreciation for my penis. If I could, if I could say. Well, that. that's very nice. So, like, you so you liked that. Um. Well, I I or like you were I, like, oh, I have this is a solid penis. Oh well, your drink has arrived. Thank you, Dustin. Um, Don't try to detract from my question about your spiritual relationship with your plastic penis and de- your ass. I'm deflecting. I'm deflecting. Well, with my flesh-colored penis up my um, it it was um, I just felt like I felt like it was like I think the thing that was um interesting about it to me was the fact that like that's how far I would go to please this particular girl. Like we were so connected emotionally spiritually that it's like look look how far i would go i would go this far up my ass for you let me pose this question uh you're with the love of your life yes she's the most magical perfect person that fills all your holes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um you're with you're with this person who's your perfect partner Mm -hmm. um male or female it doesn't matter uh god comes down from the sky maybe in the form of a caped man in the dark of your house i already like this i'm into superheroes yeah and says uh chris uh I, I, I started and then I didn't know what I was going to say. Um, Chris, Chris, you are, uh, you have a choice. You, uh, your partner will either have your exact penis, going to put this exact penis on your partner, or um, it'll be your, 
<laughs> your neighbor's penis. I don't know, someone else's penis. You're like someone, is Wayne Fetterman here? Can you come on stage? Wayne Fetterman, everybody. I love Wayne Fetterman. So you have the choice between your own penis. Uh, Oddly, is, Wayne Fetterman also, also uh, uh, Wayne Fetterman also has exactly the same story. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same story. Of- uh, Wayne Fetterman, everybody. Thank you. For yeah. Time. Well, my first question before we even get to this was... <laughs> Because uh, obviously I'm very, I'm not, as you know, I don't like to talk explicitly about sex, but I was curious when your facsimile of your, I don't even like saying that word, but we know what you're saying. <laughs> was it vibrating? That's the question. Oh, uh, yeah, great. Was it vibrating? Uh, no, it wasn't. So you just went with the A. So oh, it could yeah. have been more intense. Even. I went with standard rubber penis of, of mine. <laughs> Yeah. Now, are you curious? Like, wow, I should have when I had the chance. <laughs> like, yeah, how often? Because when we broke up, I didn't get to keep it. She kept my dick. Now that I well, think about that, it, isn't that nice? That's nice. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I yeah. She got I don't to know, keep it. I don't know. About so that was YouTube. what I was curious about. Whenever I feel like a relationship's going south, I make a point to give them as many tokens of me as possible. Right. Well, you know, they do make a creative aid for vaginas. If you were, if you actually were, were interested in that. Of course they do. Also, you could. Like a mayonnaise jar, it doesn't matter. Wait, that's, I mean, well, yeah. no, that's not true at all. No, no, my vagina is not like a mayonnaise jar. <laughs> it is not. My my vagina is like a travel size mayonnaise uh, thimble. <laughs> okay, I have another question. I have another question because I've never, I've never done anal. What that? I even hate saying. Giving or receiving. I Be specific. Either, 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 either. I wouldn't want her to because I would have to talk to her afterwards. Right. Because I'd actually have to have a conversation with her, and I think that would be weird. What would that conversation be like? It'd be like, hey, <laughs> want to go to Norm's? <laughs> that would be my conversation with her. It would just be terrible. Okay, so so again, I'm not in this world. Was it pleasurable? And was it pleasurable? And were you inside her while you were inside yourself? Oh, oh good I'm question. Was she I know that you um, reach her um, back? Uh, no, she was behind me. Oh, I see. And, um, you, were you literally no, looking at the a, it was more of a It was more of a mental thing. It's like I was getting her off by, by, by doing this for her. I do appreciate your level of love for this girl. This is, this is why it's, it's a about. love story. Yeah, that's what I get. Did I do, say do this remember, was a love story at the beginning? Like, this is how far I would go. Do you remember what you were looking at while this was happening? <laughs> the pattern on the pillow? <laughs> It was no. It was, was it, it was just in, in uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember what exactly. You don't what remember. It's interesting. Uh. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> well, I've had a several. I've had several. Uh, uh, Aaron, you're here. Moments where I'm just staring at some weird stucco, and I'm like, just let this end. <laughs> But what like what a, like stu- like really bad stucco or like bad wallpaper and you're like oh it looks <laughs> I, terrible. I, I actually I subscribe to Dwell stucco. magazine. I they should be looking at something much cooler than this. No, I'm talking about uh, times that I've gotten gotten myself into situations where I'm uh, not happy with what's going on and right. was fixated on a stain on the wall or a uh, Dave Matthews poster or. Oh. Um, <laughs> 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 um, well, so that's that was my question. That was my question. 
Well, uh, I, appreci- we I appreciate the question. I I, I Thank you very like much you. for sharing that story. Yeah, I'm, I hope I didn't bring the whole room down with No, my... you brought us rock hard. Chris Gore, everybody. Thank you very Chris much. Gore. Thanks. Thank you. You stay. That was, that was like a tag out. It yeah. Was like a wrestling match. All right. It's all you now. I got it, Chris. Well, because, Wayne, I have a, I have a special uh, surprise. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's fine. You can ooh. Um, First of all, I thought you were going to have a nervous breakdown during this show. Didn't oh, she it, promise it that so at the beginning of the show? Because you seem like unbelievably animated and happy at this point. Is that just the, the facade <laughs> just, before? It'll it'll get lower. Or maybe it won't. Maybe we're fine. I, and I, we I, means me and the caped man that I see <laughs> around my house. Uh, I wish right now you were like fixating on some stucco on the wall. Like this was the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just. I, I, I remember like in a dark moment, I brought someone home. Uh, this is five or six years ago. I brought someone home who was like a really nice person, but in the middle of relations, I just remember like looking at this book on my shelf and being like, I don't. I didn't read that. Why is that on my shelf? Everybody, why? I didn't. And he's like, uh, do you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, da- I should take leaves of grass off of my fucking shelf. Like, I, I just, it's a lie. Oh, oh, I'm losing my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an old Jewish comic when I'm, when I'm having, ah, hey, yo. Oh. Um, so Wayne, uh, so yes. this show, uh, you and I just met very recently and sure. we're already best friends. Well, if that's if best friends means acquaintances, yes, we are. <laughs> Absolutely, we're best friends. But don't you that's feel casual relationship? Don't you feel like we're maybe soul siblings a little bit? I a little bit. First of all, I don't know what that term means. <laughs> I've never. I just I've heard made it up. I just just you. you can well, let me think what, what a soul sibling would be. That's someone you're related to. I can't call you a soul sister. Right. And your soul. You don't want to say soulmate because you have a boyfriend. Right. 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 And you're a soul would be, sibling. All right, I'll take it. But it sounds like we would be related, and that's a little weird. Have you read or seen Anne of Green Gables? As a matter of fact, I saw the miniseries with the girl from Canada. I wish I could remember her name. Megan Follows. Yes. Yes. Megan Follows. Yes. Yes, You're a kindred spirit. Based on that one question. (laughs) I I feel happy and like myself when I'm talking to you. Oh. Kindred spirit. Don't tell me you don't feel the same way. I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> no, I'm thinking it, but I will not say it out loud. <laughs> That's how I do it. So I get people to like me. That's how we do it. Wayne Fetterman should have a podcast called That's How I Do It. Uh, so the show started yes. uh, in 2010. It was originally a live show. Inspired the show. Your show. This show. This show that you're sitting at. Yes. Yeah, you're yeah. at a show. Got it. Got it. I, li- I thought you said the show. Well, I mean, right? Can we play this? <laughs> Yeah. Um, this this show uh, started after I went through a terrible breakup with someone who I was very much in love with and just devastated. Uh, did not know that. Devastated. I was devastated. I was devastated. Was it thick? <laughs> Bless you. Was it that, did that have anything to do with the that long bit you played at the beginning of the show? Well, that was a bit. <laughs> yes, that was a bit from the very first show. What happened was I, I there was this breakup. And I was devastated, and I was talking about how terrible I felt. And I was like, well, I'm going to do a show about it and invite him to it, and I'll see how bad I feel. 
And then he'll want you back. Literally. Well, I don't know. I hadn't thought that far. I got you. <laughs> but I was really like, oh, I feel so awful. I really want him to know how bad I feel about this. So I'm going to write. I'm going to have a show called This Feels Terrible and invite this guy to the show who broke up with me. And then it became this other thing. But Wayne. Yes. That guy who broke up with me is in this room tonight. Yes. He, he is. Was he just up on stage? And were no. you the girl in, from no. San Diego? No. Because <laughs> that would have been a mind blower. That guy was. Uh, no. Sure, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> please uh, welcome to the stage the man responsible for This Feels Terrible, my ex-boyfriend, Mr. Christian Velke. Everybody. Christian. Christian. I wish I had some. I... Yeah. yeah, here he comes. Oh. Christian Velke, everybody. I met this guy. You did. You did. We were sitting outside. Hey, Christian. Hi. Sorry about that intro. This is it's Christian. Okay. Hi. Christian, yeah, did we just meet? <laughs> no, no, no. No, why would that? Christian, did we just meet in the bathroom? Yes. I was, okay. I was playing ukulele in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, Christian, come. you can sit here. Oh, okay. You, you're breaking up with me by the way that yeah. you're sitting. <laughs> this was the guy. Yeah. I'm this the was guy. the guy you were totally in love with. Yes. Uh, this dude. <laughs> that, that sounds so mean. <laughs> it is. I'm upset with him that he hurt you that much. Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You're, you're, you're a good uh, what, soul sibling. Uh, so, you know, that's nice. <laughs> uh, Christian is a uh, very talented musician. We met at 1-800-DENTIST. <laughs> Yeah, I laugh every morning when I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> he still works at 1-800-DENTIST, uh, but he is a, a um, musician. So, Christian. Yes, Aaron. <laughs> um, and Christian's a really nice person, and we're friendly. Yes. <laughs> um, Christian. Christian. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I did this show. Christian came to the show. What was your experience at the first uh the first performance of, of this feels terrible. Um, I terrified. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about why you broke up with me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's, <laughs> Wait, let's not waste any time, time here. This is first time on the show, right? Yes. yes I, I don't do this kind of stuff, so I'm a little, I'm a little, um, a little nervous. I got to no, say. No, no, don't so. be nervous. Don't be okay. Nervous. All right. It's um, really fine. Also, like spoilers, like he broke up with me, and then things were a little complicated after that. It wasn't he wasn't yes. mean to me in any way. There was no no. I I tried to do it nicely. I don't know if there's <laughs> any way you can do that nicely, but um, why do we? Why did I break up with you? Yeah, yeah we want to know. <laughs> okay. So um, to the poor guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, just to be brutally honest. Um, Mentally, I wasn't doing really well at the time. Um, you know, when you're when you're trying to do something creative for a living, or trying really hard, and you're putting all your time and effort in that, and then you're working, you know, your day job, working forty hours a week at some job you don't want to be there, but you have to because you have to pay your bills and be a responsible adult. You know, you got to do that stuff, and and then you know, then relationships they come and go in your life and everything. And uh, at the time. My band, we were trying to finish up an album, and it was taking a lot of time. And um, one of the things, mentally, I just I wasn't doing well. Um, this sounds like so cliche, like being a musician and dealing with depression, but it's true. And so I'm, you know, I'm not gonna like lie about it or anything. But um, I, you know, we started 
we met in like October uh, um, of mm-hmm. that year. <laughs> <I was laughs> 2000, thinking, 2009, actually. a new actually. hire at 1-800-DENTIST. Yes. And taking a tour through the company. You saw me and dropped all your papers. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, who's that girl? <laughs> um, oh, wait, you were working at 1-800-DENTIST we, as well. Yes. I thought I, you just called. And you were just like, <laughs> oh, that would be. And, and oh, like, who is, who is are you? Voice? Uh, uh, never mind, Dr. Cat Rosenberg. Cat <laughs> tell me about yourself. <laughs> Christian, Christian had, a, had and still has a higher level job at 1-800-DENTIST. Okay, I got hired as an operator. I had no idea. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay, soul sibling. Uh, so I, yeah, they they take the new hires on a on a tour of the company. Yes. And you're like that it, girl. And it was immediate. Yeah, I was. I was like, "Whoa, who's that?" Uh-huh. And um, we had a mutual friend, and I like asked uh, the mutual friend, "Like, hey, who is that? You you know her?" And he's like, "Yes, I do." And I, you know, a couple times I I saw Aaron at work, like in the break room. But I think the official time we met was actually where we actually introduced were introduced to one another was actually on my birthday. Oh, you don't remember that, do you? <laughs> no, no. We, no, we met no. him. We met on my actual birthday, and um, it's funny because um, she. We were kind of texting, so she's like, "What are you doing for your birthday?" And stuff. Oh, because there was instant mes- yeah, message at work. Yeah. That that's the whole reason why we started dating was because at one eight hundred dentist, which has this weird hierarchy where where there's a seventh floor where all the higher ups work, and then there's the eighth floor where all the the plebeian uh, operators work. But you could instant message anyone. Yes. Yeah. So one eight hundred dentist, you go down. Yeah, you go <laughs> down. down. You go up. Right, yeah, yeah, you don't want to go up. Yeah. And so um, we were just started talking and and stuff, and uh, you know, Aaron's really smart, as you know, and really funny, and um, it was uh, it was really kind of refreshing meeting someone like that. So I was I was you know, it was I was definitely attracted in many ways more than just one more more than just her beauty. Oh, Um, that's very nice. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to set you up first. No, 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 it's okay. No, 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 no. Um, So. During that time, we st- we started like seeing each other. Um, we actually came home for Christmas. We'd only been we weren't actually officially like boyfriend girlfriend or anything like that. But I asked her to come home uh, to Christmas with uh, my mom and stuff and my brother and some of my other family members. Yes, it was it was a nice it was a nice time. Um, but now it all goes like to shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, so it started going, you know, and I, I mentally, I just, I really wasn't doing well. And, um, I think she could see that. And, but I think she was frustrated because, because I need a lot. <laughs> yeah. And well that, and just, it was like, what's this guy's deal? Cause I couldn't officially commit. And that was always a big thing that came up all the time. It was like, you know, Boyfriend, girlfriend, think like, why can't you, why can't we be boyfriend, girlfriend? And I'm just like, you, you know, and I'm not a, like, I'm not afraid of commitment. I'm not, I'm not you know, even though I couldn't. What? <laughs> I'm <laughs> not. my life on you being afraid of commitment. Uh, um, no, I'm kidding. I used to bring Christian uh, uh, Mexican Cokes every day. Yes. On my, yeah. When he was out, because uh, Christian's a little OCD and... Um, he would, uh, every, every lunch break, he would go out to his car and take a nap in his car. And, and I would put a Coke on his, uh, on my desk. It would be there when I got back all like waking up and stuff. And it was always a nice, uh, 
nice a nice surprise. It was uh, it was very sweet, you know. Um, yeah, why would you want to be with her? I know. <laughs> I know. It's awful. That's what <laughs> old Mexican yeah. coke every day. Yeah. Who is this girl? That that's like what made it so hard. <laughs> it, was, it was just you know. Well, we broke up and then and then got back together and then and yeah then broke up again. Uh, and it was weird because we we worked together mm-hmm. because I I got promoted from operator. I went down. I went down. Oh my god! Yeah. And he was still on eight. No, no, he was on seven. Oh. I was on eight. Oh, I went, you went down, down to, to seven. seven. Oh. Yeah, and would <laughs> wasn't there any rules? Like, was there a like? A, I'm not. I don't work in those these kind of jobs, but like uh, when you Fra- don't, fraternization. Yeah, rules? isn't there a yes, thing when you yes. first get hired? Well, when, I, when I got, did promoted, you have to? Uh, acknowledge I, I had to it? say that. Yeah, well, I had to say when I got promoted, it was right after Christian broke up with me, and one of the managers was like, "Hey, uh, heard that something happened. Uh, is everything fine?" I was like, "No, no, yeah, it's totally fine." But it. I mean, oh, also when I was an operator, all day long I would draw Christian pictures oh and make my God, little that's like. Right, wait, 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 I, I made get, dioramas yeah. all day. It was about, a little much. I would have broken up with me. Like it was, she, it was a little too much. Yeah, no, there. My desk was full <laughs> of paintings like or, paintings, drawings, <laughs> little boxes that she would make and have like individual pictures of like beagles and like. Fender amplifiers. If he mentioned and, like, anything, I would make a diorama of it. And, and yeah, no, I, and I, you know, and she was like, "Did you keep it?" And you know, I'm like, "Or you know, why didn't have it out?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I have, I had it in my like drawer, and it was at a certain all point though when stuff, we were yeah. when we were still dating, his entire cubicle <laughs> is just covered with these like puppets and figures and all these things that I had given him. And I'm sorry, yeah, that's a lot of stuff. So when I got promoted, uh, we had broken up. But I, it was it was all I was thinking about, and in a cubicle system, I was I was seated in a certain way where like I knew when I would get up and go get tea. But I was I got in trouble got got I was about to say got called into the principals. <laughs> Just like, my manager would call me in and be like, Aaron. Um, you're never at your desk. Uh, you go to the bathroom a lot, and it was just because I just wanted to walk by Krishna's desk and be like, "See what you're missing," <laughs> um, but not in that voice. <laughs> Uh, and then you just threw a diorama. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Here thing. You go. Yeah. Um, uh, so so anyway, um, so so we broke up. Also at the time, like I had bought a lemon. Uh, <laughs> I bought a car that that died. Not a lemon. Not a fruit. Um, but I bought this. I bought this shitty Saturn. And the 1-800 dentist office is 45 minutes away from where I live. So I was taking the bus to work, which is a big deal because he lives uh, close to this hotel in Santa Monica. And uh, our commute, the commute was really long. So the day that he he broke up with me, I got onto the bus and just wept on the bus for three hours, like alone on the bus. But that was a big deal because I didn't, I didn't have a car. So anyway, cut to... The first night of this show, this this feels terrible show. Christian, I want to play you something that I played at that show. Um, the show that was designed to um, to convince Christian to date me again. Uh, Christian for Valentine's Day gave me a fish <laughs> when we were together. He gave me a fish because I really wanted a fish, I guess, because I'm so adorable. Um, <laughs> And when we broke up, about the day after we broke up, the fish died. 
just, uh, yeah, just weirdly, uh, weirdly died. So at this first, first show, this first live show of this feels terrible at the UCB, I said to the audience, like I was just broken up with and I wrote a song for the guy who broke up with me and I, I'm just going to play it. And I just, uh, he's here, he's here in the front audience front audience. He's here. Uh, There were thousands of people there, guys. Um, He was in the, I was like, he's here in the front row. And uh, Christian was actually off to the side, but my friend I pretended was my ex-boyfriend and just stared him down while the song played. But Christian was still there and heard this song play. And I'm just, I'm just going to play it and uh, maybe I'll stare you down. Hey, um, Remember a while ago, back when we were together, you, you gave me a present. <laughs> it was a, it was a fish. Well, um, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I thought you'd probably want to know something. Um, gosh, this is hard. A fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. I wanted him to come back to me. (laughs) I I tried really hard to save it. But he just got worse and worse. I researched fish medicine. She did, really. (laughs) Gave him salt in his water. I don't know if that was something I was supposed to do, but I I did it. I thought maybe it would be something, but it didn't. (laughs) And what could I say? Just... He just, um, oh, God. The fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. I went and died and died inside. Do you want to get back together? (laughs) (laughs) Don't open it. Um, It was a bad decision. Get it? It's gonna smell a little bit fishy. <laughs> Just throw it away and forget it. Uh, I may have mailed you the uh, corpse of Morty, uh, which sounds like something a crazy person would do. But I'm not crazy. Crazy in love, maybe, <laughs> but not really. Not with you. Not anymore. Uh, just in love with my work. I love my work. I miss you. Um, the fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. I would have got it back and I can't believe you're funny. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any radio play. This is real pain. It's real pain. What were you thinking when this was happening during the show? Get me out here now. <laughs> And that's that great song. That's wow. a really good song. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I like the chord progression on that song. So Christian, that uh, that that night, um, right after the show, 
the show finished and I was like, oh, wow, that was a really great show. Also in that show, me and my friend Megan Gans had white sweatshirts on that said self-esteem on them. <laughs> and we had buckets of different things like pudding and uh, uh, beans and we just smeared it and covered up self-esteem on our <laughs> sweatshirts. I mean, I was in a lot of pain. Uh, <laughs> so right after that show, I, I changed my clothes really fast. And I was like, oh, can't wait to see what uh, Christian has to say about the show. I mean, he's probably going to say a lot of really great things. And I walk out and he's not there. And my roommate at the time was like, he took off. And I ran down the street trying to find him, screaming his name, crying as people are walking by me saying, like, great show! And I'm like, Christian! Christian! Just running, running, and called him a million times. Because he's such an OCD, careful person, he wouldn't pick up his phone until he got all the way back home to Santa Monica. Well, you're not supposed to pick up your phone when you're driving in the car. <laughs> Very sensible. Very sensible breakup. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, so, so what was your emotional experience? <laughs> oh boy! Well, like when I got there, I mean, were you resisting uh, a big? Were you were you holding back from running on stage and asking for me back? Or <laughs> <laughs> is that a loaded question? No, no. no I mean, it, it was one of those things because I was really proud that you put the show together because we were, you know, we compared stuff like what stuff we were working on. Yeah, so we're I think, really good friends. So, I th well, I think any, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so anytime when I think anyone create something, put something together, I, I think that's great. And um, it takes a lot of hard work to do that kind of stuff. And I was proud that she did that and, and saw it through. Um, even though I was there at the show, I did feel pretty uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, there was another coworker was there, and she wanted to talk to me, and I didn't want to talk to her. I just was sitting there just, just trying to watch this, and then your friends were all over there. I remember looking over, and they're like, hey, just kind of waving. And then just seeing, then seeing all this stuff just like in front of me. And like when the show ended, yes, there was part of me that said, I got to get out of here now, um, <laughs> right now. And, but then, Naturally. but then it was also, I, I didn't know what to say and, and, and I didn't run away because I didn't know what to say, but it was, it had to do with more like, this was your moment. And I thought like me talking to you after some moment, after all, everything we'd kind of gone through, I didn't, oddly, I didn't want to ruin your night. <laughs> um, and I know part of me was a little embarrassed and and I was like, her friends are here, and she did a great show, and I don't want to, like, bring things down. And so I was like, I'm just going to try to quietly, like, leave. Um, <laughs> and then finally when I – chasing cars down Franklin that I thought were your car. Yeah, and then when <laughs> I – Not your fault. Then when I checked <laughs> – Then when I checked my voicemail and heard all these messages, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it, it was – Yeah. It's definitely. Um, I don't think it's one of my finest moments. I I don't I don't think that's your fault at all. I think any any regular person, Wayne, in that situation, you well, you it's would hard leave. to do. I don't answer hypotheticals. That's the first thing. <laughs> so uh, I don't answer. Well, let's bring up Wayne's uh, ex girlfriend. No, no, no. Do some songs, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, it is interesting. Did now? Did you think like that was he was going to feel your pain and just like turn it around? Well, you know, in when the depth of it all, 
Um, I mean, when, when I think everyone's done desperate things. Right. Like, right. Oh right. God. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're when you're broken up with. The, the person who gets broken up with is still like, oh, this person's my family. And if I, I mean, I love them so much, they must love me too. There's got to be, like, it's me. So if I just show them how much I love them. Right. And so, it, you know, totally illogical. Like, I would never, I would never recommend to a friend, oh, Johnny broke up with you. Well, you should devote a show to him and show how broken you are without him. <laughs> And invite him to it and then demand that he stay afterwards and tell you that it was great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would never, you know, it's it's illogical. Like, I was, it was just like this grand gesture. I, I think guess. it's pretty romantic. I'm not saying it's your own penis in your level of... Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? what do you well, I was trying to, trying to equate it to the earlier story, but I couldn't oh, say it because oh, I don't oh, like your to talk own pe- Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not your own penis and your own anus. Right, right. Uh, level ro- of level love. of romance. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I th- I don't know. I, th- I think that's pretty. That that does make sense. The song is a little. <laughs> well, like it seemed like you were angry at him. That's what it's. That's what it, I don't. Were you feeling like when they were when you first heard? The fish is dead. Is that the name of the song? Uh, the fish that you gave me died. The fish that you gave me died. When you first heard that, were you like, "This is she's she's mad at me," um, or she wants you dead? I mean, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I yeah, look, I I I can you know understand that, um, you know, and I. And I always tried to explain to her why I was breaking up with her, right, and I right. was always consistent with that, and never changed like why I, I did. Break no, up with no, you and yeah. I and um. But I was like, but I'll love you through this time. Yeah, and just you, you know, you I I couldn't you do couldn't. it. But like, yeah, but I mean, like listening to it and you know the irony of the fish like dying a couple of days later and stuff. You know, just like I, I and you know I I think that's funny in some ways. You know, um, but it yeah I, I didn't I I didn't really like. I hurt her. I like I, I you know, I hurt no. her feelings, and so she <laughs> should be able to do, you know, whatever she needs. She needed to She's do. She's going to end up with out. just the three of us on stage. You realize that people are like, <laughs> uh, like yeah. hey, too intense. You shouldn't be <laughs> seeing this. Well, and you know, epilogue. You know, yeah. things happen after that. I started dating somebody else, and then you were like, "I'm ready. Let's yeah. let's oh, date again." So that. then I broke up with him in the end. Yeah. Is how I see it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the fish you know, that I gave him yeah. uh, broke up with him. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and the thing is, I probably wasn't ready to even be in a relationship. Don't then don't take either. this away from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was, you know, no. <laughs> um, oh boy! Um. Huh. Uh, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, what is what is the has has a breakup ever affected a performance that you've done? Well, there was only, I mean, nothing like on this level. Nothing <laughs> like and any little story I have is going to sound lame compared to that. No, I mean, it was pretty we, epic. Wasn't once it? there was a, once <laughs> I flew back across the United States, we talked about this to win this girl back and. It was not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. But again, you're desperate. I didn't come up with a song with too much reverb on it, but I just did a normal. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a. 
I just, when I was on stage, I, I just said, like, I love you, like, between jokes. It was just stupid. It was just stupid. I was in a lot of pain, but nothing, nothing like that. No. no to, to answer your question, no. But it was painful. But I think everyone has been, you know, when that's it's horrifying. But I also yeah. think it's bad. It's Christian, right? Yes. I think it's bad for the guy doing the breaking up. It's painful, too. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I... I but it's... it's no. What? Yeah. Tell me. You feel like that's a cop-out? Well, you feel no, like it's way worse from the person. No, being... I don't think it's a cop out. I mean, I've broken up with people before. It's just it's a different it's a different kind it's of pain. Yeah, yeah. The, the person who's doing the breaking up with doesn't. It's not like you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I should break up and then immediately do it. You go through a period of like, do I feel this way? Testing it. Right. Thinking, like imagining your life without this other person. And you're like, you know what? I'm fine with this. And then the other person, it's just the the rug is taken out from under them. It's like, this person's like, does my house need this rug? Meh. They could probably get a different rug. But the other person's like standing on the rug, lives on the rug, and is like, this is my favorite rug! And then just like falls on their head. I mean, it's it's a rejection. Like, it's, I mean, Of course, of course. It's painful on both sides, but being reject, being rejectioned, being rejected versus it's worse. rejecting. It's, it's yes, worse. It's yes, worse. It's yes, definitely yes, worse. yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, is anyone hurting? <laughs> There's a microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is any? Does uh, it's the question time of the uh, of the podcast? And Wayne, you may not leave, and neither you may do you do know me. You do know me. Yeah, that was in my head. <laughs> um, you, you, you in the you in the front row. You, uh, s- uh, slender headed garbage bag. You, do you have a question? <laughs> well, I guess you're perfect. Uh, is everyone here perfect? Um, no, you guys don't. I don't. That's that's nice. No one has to ask a question. <sighs> well, I have a lot of questions. Wait, are we waiting <laughs> for someone to ask? No, a no, no, not necessarily. I was opening it up for questions. I mean, I I know it's not an insult, but I guess I do take it a little personally when no one has questions. But it's fine. Should I go out there and pretend? <laughs> Just so you feel better? Wait, hold on. Uh, there's a mic. Yeah, there's, there's a microphone. A mic. You just go to the mic. Yeah, there's a couple. Up there. Uh, oh, thank you. More alcohol. Well, that's a that's an answer. It's more of an answer. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, enjoy that drink. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, what what is this? Uh, tequila. That's what Dustin told me to get you. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's a lot of uh, expectations. I guess I'm not sure. <laughs> um, what uh, what what is your name? Sam. Sam. Hey, Sam. What's your question? Um, my question is: Is it worth it? I, okay, I don't know if this is right. I'm really drunk. Um, <laughs> but uh, is it right to not date somebody because you feel like you already foresee like if it ends, it's gonna be like, really bad because you have to see them all the time and, like, you don't want to deal with that. Like, uh, already in, like, the first You don't want to shit where you eat. You're worried that... Yeah, kind of, but, like, that's the only people that you hang out with. But I feel like I just... uh I, I feel yeah. like if you're asking that question, you probably don't like them as much as you should if you're considering dating them. Also, this is terrible yeah. advice. This is advice <laughs> from an idiot. But, uh... Yeah, I think I think like if you really like somebody, you don't you don't even you don't think about that. That's true. 
Okay. Don't just date somebody because they're showing a little bit of interest in you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for asking that question. <laughs> okay, thank you. Hi, uh, Seth. Hi, Seth. <laughs> I met you a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't see your face. Right, garbage bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean bags of diamonds, guys. The other, thank you. A garbage bag of diamonds. Uh, I've never broken up with anybody. I've been broken up with each time, cheated on each time. Jeez. Uh, and kind of just treat Wayne. Treat- by the way, Wayne just said, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, 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 sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, if I, that's a. We should get Greg Barrett in here. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, and uh, Is yeah, he just here. <laughs> he'll be here Sunday. Uh, it's it's been nothing but trouble. I've been single for two years now. How old are you? Twenty nine. Okay. And uh, the the longest I've been single is about seven and a half years. Just. I just, when do you start counting? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like when you were three to ten. See, I'm, yeah, I know. Uh, I had my I had my first girlfriend when I was ten. What? Yes. No, you didn't. Yeah. All right, this what is you crazy. Mean? You're just bragging now. So I know, right? Like, you're, you're nothing to do with somebody breaking up with you. You're just like, yeah, uh, I was getting laid yeah, at ten. Totally what about the rest yeah, of no, you? No, no. Seth, Seth um, I hate it when people say this, but with all due respect, what do you mean you had a girlfriend when you were ten? Oh no, we that, just what did what did that mean at the time? With, like, all, due res- uh, with all due respect, <laughs> we were just making out a lot, and we called each other boyfriend making girlfriend. Making out? Yes. It's Wyoming. You got nothing mouths? else to fucking do with our mouths. What else? When did you lose your virginity? Yeah. When uh, 18. <laughs> really? Yes. Wait, what was your making out like? Can you, do, can you do it with your hand? Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It was, it my, was, my soul sibling is telling me to not. No, to not have to, to not have me make out with my own hand. Well, yeah, I like mean, Senior Wences. Make this a puppet. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my first kiss ever was when I was 17. So 10 years old. Like, I think about being 10 years old. Making out? Yeah. yeah. But how? Just, like, pecking like, at each other? Like, no, like, you, an, like, you know, a, like a grown-up would make out. would see it in a movie. They, they would, like, yeah. would see it Did in a movie. That over... doesn't seem crazy to me that a 10-year-old would see that and go, oh. But... All right, Fonzie. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, I didn't get laid at 18. This kid beat me over here. <laughs> um, okay, so you had this girlfriend at 10 years old. And what were the promises? Like, what, was the, what did you guys talk about? Oh, yeah, like, Christian, like Christian will school? you go to prom with me? Like, that's your engagement is prom. Or what? what? Oh, I hate you. I, <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? A race for pubic hair. What's yeah, going on? It, it, the it, it, it was it was just strange. We just we just hung out all the time and just That's started cool. calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. It's very sweet. That's sweet. Thank, thank you. But I, he's in pain because he's been broken up yes, with I'm quite so, a bit. I'm, I'm so sorry. I was just distra- distra- She was the only one who didn't cheat on me. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. so sorry. So that's unfortunate. You were cheated on twice, and now you've been single for two years. Yeah, I've been cheated on uh, four or five times now. Why? <laughs> okay, so. Okay. That's terrible. I, I had a quick string of just trying to get with people. I mean, that's that's awful, but common denominator is it's me. Seth. Like, what, oh, what no. I, every, and every time they leave or cheat on me, I just say, oh, that makes sense. And <laughs> How are you meeting these women? At the time, just At school. weddings, as they're getting married. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, at the time, at school. And then I, I just gave up altogether. I, I, haven't tr- I don't like to try at all. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I, I understand. I, actually, I've been single for two years now. Yeah. So I'm hoping I, to break I, I my understand. record. <laughs> no. And buy two more cats. 
This is the saddest podcast <laughs> I've ever heard. I of. I have, including the one about the Holocaust, I just yeah. listened to today. <laughs> I should find a more appropriate title. <laughs> um, so, what is your what is your question, dear Seth? Um, <laughs> I think he just wanted to share. Oh, uh, the easiest question is: Should I should I try again? Yeah, all this? of course. I was telling uh, Christian. Christian and I were chatting earlier at the bar. Not to air your. No, I mean, go, you ahead, were go, no go ahead. Like I, I understand where you know I come from. Uh, you know. I, Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, no. no go tell, ahead. Talk. I, I think I think you should try. Um, but are you comfortable being by yourself? I very much am. Yes. Okay. So that's that's good. You know, because if you're comfortable with buying to be by yourself and you like yourself, then you know, and no one, and you don't need someone to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're good. And you know, it's like we live in Los Angeles, and dating in Los Angeles is fucking crazy. I'd imagine it is. And you know, I, you know, the time will come when He's the time from comes. Colorado. Uh, Wyoming. Oh, okay. You here? He's from uh, Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I was from Colorado. Oh, okay. But I mean, I, I think that you know, when you meet someone, you'll meet someone. I mean, just you just have to kind of be open to it. But um, you know, I don't think you know, like trying really hard. I never. I don't think that ever really works. You know, because you're forcing things, and, and when you, you force just say things, there's a more loose women in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need to, need to go north. Like Christian was kind of hinting at. I've always romanticized. Being able to be alone, I've never been able to just be alone. But I, but I also don't like. I don't understand, and I'm not challenging what you're saying. But like the idea of. Sorry, sorry. I can't help it. No, I know, but I just love this. Like, I'm not. This isn't an attack. Um, and then you launch into some tirade on this poor guy. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I the the idea of like deciding to you, you're you're saying should I just give up? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, give up in the way that you will just fall into something. Like, follow your own happiness, follow your bliss, as Joseph Campbell and my boyfriend would say. Like, just do whatever you want. Like the this idea, and I think this is like. And maybe it's not exclusively male, but from my own anecdotal evidence, like I've only heard men say like, "Uh, I think I'm just going to stop trying because men think that they have to like pull a rabbit out of a hat and like (laughs) throw glitter at a woman. And she'll be like, I want a baby. Like, that's not, that's not real. (laughs) That's not a thing. Like these, these, uh, these, these, these magics, these, what what is the word I'm looking for? These, these, what's the guy who wrote the, uh, the magic, the magic secret the mystery. What's the, the, the sec- pickup artist who wrote that? Neil, Neil Strauss. These Neil Strausses, yeah. which is like, that's real. It's like a real, you know, trick or whatever. But you know that there's no stop trying to stop trying. Just be, just open yourself up and just do whatever. Like women are, women are uh, just as uh, smart and intuitive, if not more so than you. So like the, there's this, there's this attitude from men that's like, how do I, how do I set a trap and phone the thing? And then I'll have a, th-. like, it's, it's all done. That was Just- a good male voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey. uh, yeah. So yeah, obviously don't stop. So, yes. Stop trying. Just start being Seth. Thank you. Forty nine ninety five for hello. Hello. I think we spoke earlier. Um, just, hiya, uh, George. 
Hello, Hello from um, the UK. From the UK, from London. Um, it's kind of the same question, but it's a different backstory. So it's, it might have a different outcome, potentially. Um, but I was working in a bar like 2005, and uh, I about, about a month into it, I met someone. She was just a regular in there, and I'm still friends with her friends. But I mean, and I'm still friends with her, but anyway. Um, around Christmas, uh, we ended up hooking up sort of drunkenly one night, and... I mean, it didn't, I didn't go out with the intent to be a one-night stand. He didn't, I mean, that's why it was one-night stand. He didn't really know until it happened. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then uh, the way I found out that it definitely was a one-night stand was that uh, on the New Year's Eve party, I was working at the bar, and I went out and, uh, to collect ashtrays. With this, like, so this is how long ago it was, like, to indoors collecting ashtrays. And, um, yeah, and basically that's how I found out it definitely wasn't going to be because I went to collect an ashtray from a tray, and there was two people kissing on the ta- at the table. And it was that. Sorry, an ashtray from a tray? Uh, like, sorry, an ashtray from the table. And, okay. um, yeah, and uh, there were two people kissing at the table. Very distracted by your accent. Oh, sorry. And one Which of the people great, kissing was the girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. And uh, so that was, I mean, I did inadvertently, uh, I think subconsciously it was intentional, but I inadvertently dropped half the ashtray contents onto the, onto the trousers. Oh. But, um, but they didn't Brilliant. notice because they were. <laughs> Too far so onto the trousers? Um, yeah. Did yeah. you say brilliant? On, on, what? Did you just say brilliant? No, I didn't. I mean, I, I my body said it, but oh, okay. it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Did I say brilliant? You said brilliant. You just projected. Am it. I wrong? No, I didn't say brilliant. Oh Jesus! I thought you were making fun Soul of them. Siblings. I thought you were making uh, fun of them. There's no, more to no, come no. for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, the thing is, we. So after a long time, we we kind of on and off friends, and I. I mean, I, I kept on coming back, going back to the situation of, um, you know, occasionally we would hook up very casually, and, and then eventually she, um, yeah, she, she got pregnant. Not by me, uh, not to my knowledge, uh, <laughs> unless it was a very lazy baby, but uh, no, it wasn't me. Lazy um, baby? Well, I mean, like, there was so much time period where... Right, okay. And anyway, she, she was with the guy uh, who was the father uh, for, for a while, and then after the baby was born, then they broke up, and I kind of thought, well... But because we're friends, I wanted to kind of like steal the baby. I get it. Yeah, I get it. And reenact labyrinth and just you know kind of. Um, But no, the uh, yeah we so we just kind of you know met up and uh, you know I got a little bit uh, smitten you know like with because the kid was really sweet and you know we used to kind of like come around and like do the car you know like cartoons and uh, you know teaching (laughs) new things and stuff but um but now it's kind of got to a point now where she'll come she'll call me over at the dead of night and because i'm i'm sort of work is she still with this father they they broke up um so she's living on her own with the with the kid and uh but like is are they they're obviously like in each other's lives um, one minute, well, I think that it's improved, but I don't, I mean, for a long time she was like, no, I've got nothing, nothing to do with it. Brilliant. Anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. And, uh, so, so yeah. And then, and so now I'm getting phone calls like, oh, do you want to come around? Like it's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, but me being me, because I'm kind of, you know, anxious. For so is your question, is this an ideal situation? Um, I, d- I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of the, I mean, like the worst. I think it all came to a head about a month ago, where I went over there. I dropped everything, went over there because she wanted to talk. She wanted to have a conversation, and you know, I'm anxious for a connection. So I thought, okay, fine. Eleven, twelve o'clock at night, up all night, listening to her talking about someone she recently hooked up with. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. So f- stop. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, 
no, she's a bad person. Yeah. I'm drunk. She's a bad person. Yeah. Uh, she's awful. Yeah. Let her raise a terrible child. Like, Lee, like I know, I, I, I'm intoxicated by the situation, but no, Lee, leave her alone. You deserve, you deserve much better. It's manipulative and dishonest. And I was going to say, like, do you, do you feel like she's honest with you all the time? And Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where she feels it's right to tell me, to tell me about uh, this guy that she no, likes. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Ah, no, no, she's using, yeah. she's using you. It's, it's yeah. that's a terrible, that's a terrible situation. Never talk to her again. Uh, for, yeah, for the last month, I... Tell her that you, you've died. And then <laughs> I mean, don't I've, say anything after that. I've ignored her pokes on Facebook. Uh, she pokes you? Yeah. Well, uh, well, then we know she's an idiot. Who yeah. pokes? Yeah, very cutting know. edge. Very cutting We're edge pokes. relationship. We're kind of behind in the UK. So she may as well still... mail you something. Right. <laughs> it's uh, sign her up for Frenchster. We... No, that's awful. That's awful. That's really, yeah. that's bad. That's very bad behavior, especially because she has a child. Like she's, that's, mm. that's awful. That's okay, bad. Okay, I just have one question for you. Okay. Do you still sleep with her when you go over after she talks about these other guys? Do you guys have well relations? Um, we've shared we've shared a bed before. We yeah, haven't. Yeah, this, yeah. 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 She's Stop good. it. She's good. No, yeah. that doesn't mean oh, she's actually, good. Oh, actually, no. It, it, it came good. to her head. She's just dangling she's it. Well, I love it. Dangling it. Well, the reason I well, if she's dangling it, then I have a million more questions. <laughs> well, the reason I didn't get with her for uh, the reason I didn't um, get back to her in the last month since the last time because the last time. She, we were up all night talking, and I was literally shaking from being exhausted by about sort of just listening and just talking and and everything. And I and she was, you know, and I'd given up smoking, and she was smoking, and I just like my head was like hover cloudy. I love her. And uh, what's the word for her when you have no like you don't care about another person? There's a fettermining. <laughs> yes, but there's a word. What's the word for it? There's a psychological. Word. I, 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 it's not psychotic. It's narcissist. Nurse, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's. Like you have no empathy for the other person. She's clearly uh, a sociopath. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> and I'm, I'm maybe I'm, I'm a submissive. Here's here's the thing, because it's not just on her. It's not on um, her. Your name is David Beckham. What was your name again? Uh, George. George. George, you you have the most important. <laughs> I love, I'm I'm empowering myself right now as someone who's giving advice. But uh, George, the most important relationship in your life. Is, Guess what, George. Go ahead. I'm just doing the. I'm doing that. I'm doing the subtext of what you're saying. The most important relationship in your life, and the most important relationship you'll ever have, is the relationship that you have with yourself, and it's clearly that, fucked. With George. Yeah. With George. Like you. Like if 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 you were your own buddy, and your buddy was like, oh well. Oh no! <laughs> don't 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 don't. Oh. <laughs> if your brother, if your buddy was Cockney. Yes, we and, had a cup of tea at the And a cartoon shop. character. Well, Fagan told me to go down to the uh <laughs> fish and no, chip I'm shop. Really, George, I'm gonna really I'm gonna really do it. George, I've been seeing this girl and she has a baby from a different bloke. People are leaving. People are leaving. She is a baby by a different bloke. Oh, but will we spend time together before she lets me kiss her neck and maybe nibble her bits? Uh, she tells me about the uh, men at the pub that are snogging her. Should I stay with her? No. No, you shouldn't, George. I'll go back and... Thank you, George. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to... 
<laughs> SNL? <laughs> SNL, are you here? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. To close the show, uh, Christian uh, is a very talented musician, and uh, he's going to play for us uh, my favorite song of his on a ukulele uh, you should check out his music, Good Luck Bear. It's on, maybe you've heard it, it's on uh, radios and Pandoras and Spotify's. No, and... we're not on a Pandora yet. But you can find us on iTunes. I mean, what a weird Sorry. thing to include. Yet. <laughs> yet. But you gotta fill up. I break up with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay, so. <laughs> I hope it's about a fish. <laughs> uh, his, his most recent album is called The Nearest Faraway Place. And this song is, is, uh, my favorite song of his that he sings at the end of concerts. And when we broke up, I would sing the song alone in the car because it's about saying goodbye. So it's a very, it's a very appropriate song. So give it up for Mr. Christian Vilke. Thanks. I didn't know you did that. to go It's time to go Been hanging around Been hanging around So grab your coat So grab your coat And just walk away just walk away So long to this town So long to this town I'll see you around I'll see you around These memories will fade Not soon enough These memories will fade and that's okay And that's okay I've got my reasons Just like the seasons change Fetterman, everybody. Thank you for coming on stage, Soul Sibling. Erin <laughs> McGathy, everybody.
this town Can you show me around Can you show me around Thank you so much Christian Belke everybody Good luck there Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out. You guys are awesome. Don't see any other shows this weekend. Thank you. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.